PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm Chili, and we're back. Hi. I don't know why I said that. We're here every week. But joining me this week is Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm all right, man. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. A little tired, but I'm good. Um, That's good. That's good. How's the I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, hopefully I'll find out on Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. So, yay. By the time this goes live, I might have found out. Um, I mean, it's my favorite <laughs> week anyway, because it's Pancake Day this week. My favorite day of the year. Even in the UK? What? UK is you Pancake Day. Pancakes? You guys eat pancakes in the UK? Yeah, we eat pancakes. We've got a day to celebrate them. I want some so, pancakes, man. No, I think what we call pancakes, you call crepes. So, there's that. So They're not fluffy, delicious, buttery, round things? I mean, they are, but they're very thin. Oh, okay. That's yeah. still good. I mean, you put four of them together, you get one big fat one. <laughs> uh, I, for those that Google UK pancakes, but for those that don't want to um, in our chat, I posted one in general. That's a UK pancake. Oh, okay. So it's why oh, when I calling. tell America, <clears throat> oh, yeah. that's why when I tell Americans I eat so many, they're like, oh my God, how many pancakes? I'm like, yeah, I'll eat like six. <laughs> yeah, here they take those put stuff in the middle of it, wrap it around like a burrito, and call it a crepe. Yeah. Which is also very delicious. Especially when you put nicely warm Nutella in it. Oh my god. Uh, well, I'll pass on that because <laughs> Nutella. But I'll take your word for it. <laughs> ben, you'll die happy. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, have you been up to much this week? Have you been playing much? Uh, yeah, I'm actually, you know, playing a little bit of Genshin still, um, getting burnt out, as you would expect, but still doing the grind there. Um, I'm playing Octopath Traveler 2, which is awesome. Go play it if you like JRPGs. Um, so I'm playing that. Expect my review sometime soon for that. I can talk about it because Embargo is already up for that game. Um, but it comes out next week, so... If you like the first game... And there's a demo, is a no so... Brainer. Yeah, if you like the first game, this one is a no-brainer. Um, there's a demo. It's a big demo, too. You can play all the characters um, and experience their first chapter uh, in the demo, and that transfers over to the main game, too. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I think those are the, the two big games I've actually been playing. Um, I'll probably get back into Dead Space because guess what? They finally patched my problem. <laughs> Yay! With not acknowledging it whatsoever, they clearly <laughs> heard the complaints of so many people not being able to go through the damn game. Um, so they patched that. I'll, I'm yet to go in and see if the patch works for me or not, but they say it does. And they told me how to, it says in the patch details how to get around it. Like, if the door still says standby, get on the tram, go to a different station, then come back, and it should be open for it. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. But yeah, for me, the busy time is coming. The, the JRBG time is coming. And I'm kind of worried. I might have too much on my plate, but that's what I signed up for. We'll see how it goes. There's a lot of RPGs coming out in March that. 
need my attention. One of which is the Mega Man Battle Network collection, which is like 10 fucking games. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 games. Granted, some of them are like the Pokemon double yeah. games, where it's like the same game, but you get certain different things. But it's still like 10 fucking games. So we'll see how that review goes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Nice. That's been me. So I'm going to be a busy boy. And Alfonso, how are you? Hello, hello. Um, I'm well. Can't complain. Um, still invested in Forspoken, little by little. My rant of not liking the story and the characters is shifting because of what I'm learning about them. I'm actually dived into the archives and there's a certain twist that enhanced their characters in terms of plot which is fine my problem with this game is these spells that she's supposed to learn i found out that there's four different there's four different sets each set has about 20 spells that i have to buy and unlock then they added challenges on these spells that i have to accomplish achieve in order to upgrade them and yeah that's the most time and consuming thing which i found out that those two trophies might be glitched so i i don't want to invest all my time into it knowing i do all of it and i'll get the damn platinum but the game is so good like i'm just gonna try it anyway but yeah i'm not gonna be done with it no time soon because they said those are the two most consuming trophies you know that i'm still enjoying it nice i knew you would i knew you would you're like, no, Gary, I don't like the story. No. It's so boring. Like, it, you don't it, like it. It, it, still has, <laughs> it still has boring moments. It's just drag so much. Like, pointless conversations that they don't need to have could easily be avoided. But overall, yeah, I, I am starting to like the story. <laughs> pointless conversations that could be avoided. It sounds too real to me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, well, we've got a lot of news to cover today. Well, quite a bit of VR2 news, so we're going to start with some other stuff first. Uh, talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which will include five combat stances, among which features a blaster. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order's single-blade stance made the combat, but there's now a twin-blade stance that allows you to bring two lightsabers, uh, known as the placed cannon stance. You'll take more damage, but you're able to do faster attacks and perform more combos. There's the cross-guard stance, um, which turns into which adds a healed and is more sluggish, so it sounds like it's a two-handed lightsaber. And then you have a blaster stance, which is using a blaster. Um, so um, it sounds very Devil May Cry to me. If you can just change stances in combat, I doubt you can, but still, that sounds very Devil May Cry to me. Um, that's just me, Gary. Uh, it sounds more like Ghost of Tsushima to me. <laughs> um, and the different stances you get in that game. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. Um, they kind of... I don't want to say they did kind of the same thing in the first game. Um, but they gave you the the different types of lightsabers you can use. They had like the dual-sided Darth Maul lightsaber that you can have, which was pretty cool. Um, but it didn't really change up how you play the game. It's just different looking attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, in all honesty, I think I would about it more like, um, 
it's just going to add more variety to the combat because I thought the combat in Fallen Order was already pretty damn good. Um, they're just trying to enhance it. You know, it's cool that they're adding a blaster. You can be like a mid-range close combat type of character now. Um, they're, they're just giving you the different types that you want to play in in a way, I guess you can say. I'm sure they'll have like the close quarters one lightsaber or the AOE type of fighter that hits multiple enemies with the double-sided lightsaber. Um, so I'm okay with this. Um, yeah, evolution, I guess. <laughs> I second that. Um, I, I do everything you said, Gary. Um, I'm not... Like, I expect them to upgrade the lightsabers because this, this feels like Force Unleashed 1, and people was complaining that, okay, he's very limited, and then they upgraded him to more lightsabers in Force Unleashed 2, so this feels like they're going in the same path. The blaster is much needed because in Fallen Order, I, I used to hate that uh, when he has the ability to throw lightsaber, you couldn't reach certain enemies that was on platforms and they were too far away, the blaster would definitely help in those types of situations. So I, I'm just... I've, anything you can do to enhance the previous game is always welcome, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, people complained that he was limited in the Force Unleashed? Yes. I'd like to, them to name me one Jedi, <laughs> any Jedi, that used multiple styles of lightsaber combat. <laughs> I didn't see Yoda randomly pick up a double-sided lightsaber without <laughs> using that shit, did I? <laughs> they learned how to fight with one style, and that was it. Luke Skywalker never learned nothing else. Shit, these guys. He's so limited. <laughs> None of their heroes were pretty limited, huh? Fucking hell, man. <laughs> uh, well, I might get it eventually. Um, but talking about games I'm kind of excited for, um, or at least I was excited for back in the day. I don't think I'm as excited anymore. Dead Island 2 and release date has been brought forward after being pushed back, I think. Um, but now it's coming out, supposedly. Uh, April 22nd, April 21st, sorry, 2023. Um, yeah, Dead Island 2 has gone gold. Alfonso. Um, yeah, I don't care. Never played the first one. Um, I think that's the same one that uh, Survivor is coming out too. Okay, got pushed to April. Don't remember the exact date, so I'll be focused on playing that. So, I mean, yes, we talked about this. Dead Island Two has been delayed, delayed, pushed back so many times. I'm, in a way, for people who love the franchise, I'm just happy it come out so you can play it because I'm tired of hearing it in stories that it got delayed. All the working, the pause, shooting, the bugs, and all that it is enough. So good, it's out finally. That's it. Uh, well, we say bugs are out. Gary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got pushed forward a, a week, I think they said, from its original new release date. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, I thought the re-reveal was pretty good. I still think it looks pretty good. The characters look pretty fun. Um, yeah, uh, I guess whatever issue they found that forced them to delay the game, they resolved a lot faster than they thought they would. So gone gold two months almost in advance um so yeah i i am excited for it i think it looks kind of fun so and i'm i think the setting looks pretty cool it's more of a modern day long beach type of setting you know none none of this like 
you know, Dead Island or Dead Rising or Dead Rising, Jesus Christ. Dying Light is is more already post-apocalyptic. So, yeah, it's nice to see something more set in the now rather than in the future of a zombie apocalypse. It's set as it's happening. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Uh, I played the original. I enjoyed it, but I, it's been too long since the original that I've lost most hype for the for it. Okay. I know this is a game that a lot of us are excited for. Resident Evil 4. Uh, the Resident Evil 4 remake will have New Game Plus and Photo Mode. Um, I always thought it had like a New Game Plus, but maybe I was wrong. It's been a while. Um, so, yeah. Gary. Yeah, uh, it's not surprising. Uh, every Resident Evil, like you said, has had a sort of form of New Game Plus where you don't necessarily keep anything from the first game, but you get points that you earn depending on how well you performed which then you can go and buy, like, infinite ammo for guns or stuff like that. Um, that was kind of their new game plus. There's no surprising that this game, I'm, I'm assuming, will have the same type of stuff, um, which is cool. Um, because it's, like, like, for me, I always say every game should have new game plus, in my opinion, because once I finish a game, you know, I experience the story, I played how I wanted to play. The next time I play it, I just want to go and have fun massacring everything as my OP character that I had. Um, so for me, I'm always for new game plus. I want to feel how powerful I became against earlier dudes. Um, photo mode, um, it's kind of become a standard in games these days, hasn't it? Um, I have fought the urge to use photo mode in almost every game since the original Last of Us um, because it just, I can't, I have to stop and constantly take pictures of shit, and I hated doing that. So I, I fought the urge to do that with a lot of games these days. Um, but for those who love it, it's a good way to zoom in and get crazy details that you may not have noticed, or things well, happen does so God of War have its photo mode at last? Because I know that we're going to add it later. Yes, it does. Yay! I think. Yeah, it has it. Yeah. yeah, it has it. It's harder sometimes. You do something cool, and you're like, you pause the game, and it's like, Oh, let me go take a picture of this. This looks so cool. It became such a hassle <laughs> when I played games doing it. Um, I'm glad I, I, I fought that urge now because every game has it. That's fine if people are into that. You know, Gary, I, I will second that. I, I used to be big in photo mode as well. But when Uncharted 4 came out, and it's like Uncharted 4, Uncharted 4 messed it up for me because every minute Drake stops to his horizon how beautiful those those settings were it's like okay i i want to finish the story but i want to get this picture <laughs> because of how good <laughs> it looked and yeah. it took longer than expected because of how many times i stopped to get the picture that i wanted and then you see it in god of war you see it in horizon you see it in ghosts it's like they're all doing the same thing based on their atmosphere their environment it's like i, I can't keep doing that like i just want to finish the story and and move on which leads into New Game Plus because then, because I already played the story, I could just go to New Game Plus. I already know what happened in the story and then take the pictures there. So I usually wait if the game offers a New Game Plus and just do it like that. Hence to Resident Evil 4, that's what I will be doing when I get it. So, yeah. Okay. Now we're going to bring up some controversial stuff before we go to um, the um, PSVR 2 stuff, which I'm excited for. Um, 
Microsoft is going to bat for its Activision Blizzard acquisition. Will defend deal in front of EU next week. Uh, yeah, it seems that the EU is also trying to block the deal along with the CMA, which is the UK version. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's not looking good for Microsoft right now. Um, they got an EU antitrust warning. So, um, and from what I can hear, from what I can tell, it's not really based on, although Sony thinks it's Call of Duty, I think most of it's actually placed on um, King than actually Activision and Blizzard. Uh, because of the, their mobile shares. Um, and world, I think World of Warcraft also was something that they brought up as a, an issue they had. Uh, Gary? Uh, yeah, it's definitely not looking good. Every every week there seems to be something new that comes out from this that seems to go against Microsoft. Um, I, I, I always say this every time I bring it up, I still think the deal will go through. Um, but it seems to be a lot harder now. Uh, I know um, there's a lot of concessions that the was the UK one you said. What was it called? Uh, CMA. Yeah, the CMA wants some concessions, and a lot of those concessions are almost impossible for Microsoft to to give them. <laughs> I believe one of them uh, involved uh, what was it? Keeping Activision and Blizzard separate from Microsoft. Um, Essentially, Microsoft will own them, but they'll still do whatever they want, however they want to do it. Basically, the um, Bungie it, deal that Sony gave. Yeah, yeah, it, it's something that I don't think Microsoft is going to go for at all. Um, so a lot of those concessions are, they're not the best. And there's no way Microsoft is going to go for them. Obviously, they're, they're pulling some last-ditch efforts here, as you mentioned. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. When, when this when this hearing or whatever it is happens, um, there's one thing I wanted to bring up that just like based my mind now. Oh, um, it's also now been revealed that there's three other companies that are voicing concerns, uh, which haven't been named yet. So it's not Google and um, Nvidia that already voiced their concerns, but it's apparently three other companies besides Sony. So there's literally four companies now um with sony voicing the concerns of this deal uh we don't know what these other three companies are um but all i know of is it's not google and nvidia which already voiced their concerns about it um so whoever the, those companies are i can't imagine it's ea because ea said they want this deal to happen because it lets people buy more battlefield if call of duty becomes exclusive to xbox um so i can't imagine it would be ea but who really else is there um that will care this much so yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens i know microsoft with this also demanded like the pay of sony executives for some reason <laughs> i'm like and sony to reveal and sony to reveal every game for the next 10 years that they're working on including vr titles <laughs> what the hell is this? Why? What the hell is that? <laughs> you know, um, every sorry, every deal is what well, every third party deal and every game they're working on for the next ten years. I think it was. I don't see what that has anything to do with them buying this company. Um, <laughs> if they go to a company and they want to make a deal, then they'll probably find out. Oh, we have a deal with Sony. They can't just go to Sony. He's like, tell us how many Final Fantasies there are still. That are going to be coming out in the next 10 years are going to be exclusive to your console. 
That's ridiculous. Nobody's going to know that information. They're not going to be like, oh, Sony has this exclusive deal for Final Fantasy 20 to be exclusive to PlayStation consoles. <laughs> you know? Um, I, I don't know. It, it just reeks of desperation. It really does now. And, and it's sad. Um, but I guess we'll see what happens, you know? This deal is... It looks like it's doomed to fail. But like I said, I still think it's going to go through because Microsoft has their way of getting what they want every time. Um, I don't know. They're going up against the CMA this time. That's a little different. Yeah. I, I mean, I think... It just gonna depends on what concessions they actually agree to. Um, yeah. yeah. Microsoft can't... Microsoft, Microsoft, like you said, Gary, Microsoft always does what they want. But in this case where they have where this deal has shaken up the game industry so badly that no one's really in favor of them for doing this. I, I think it's going to take a while for this to be approved. I don't, I don't think this is going to happen no time soon. I think it's going to take longer than expected. But when it does get approved, Microsoft will have to give up something to please everybody. Because there's no way they get everything they want. It can't happen. It, it can't happen. Yeah, you mentioned Call of Duty, Ben. And I think at this point for a lot of the the regulators now, it's not really about Call of Duty. I think what they're looking at is Bethesda and what happened with Bethesda. Because Microsoft promised all these things when they were buying Bethesda that they totally did the opposite of. You know, they said they're not going to make games exclusive to, to Xbox. And they did. It's one of the first things they did. They straight up came out and said, oh, Starfield is going to be exclusive to Xbox now, which we know. I think that was the issue was... because they weren't. Well, no, Starfield was never announced for PlayStation. But, but we know it was going to be on PlayStation because we know that Sony was trying to get exclusively for PlayStation. Yeah, but they. So we know it was heard, in development for PlayStation. From what, Just because it wasn't what, announced, we know it no, was. No, supposedly they hadn't worked on it yet. Well, I should say they were, ha- they were supposedly they were having issues with it and then they scrapped. They were having issues with the Xbox and PlayStation version. And then with the Microsoft acquisition, they were scrapping the Sony PlayStation version so that way they could focus on getting the Xbox One playable, if rumors are true. Uh, I don't think Bethesda's stupid enough to say, let's just cancel the PlayStation version and just only do Xbox. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think they're that stupid, personally. Um, and now... This is the same company that delayed an Elder Scrolls game for a year on PlayStation. Well, yeah, but but now it's pretty much all but confirmed that Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be exclusive to the Xbox as well. I think they're looking at these promises that Microsoft made with Bethesda of not making games exclusive, and yet now this is happening. You know, sure, they released Ghostwire. They released Deathloop. Those were already in development before Microsoft even came around. And those deals were already in place. Deathloop came out on Xbox, and guess what? Nobody gave a shit that it came out on Xbox. Nobody fucking bought that game. People barely even played it on Game Pass when it came out on Game Pass, right? I think that's so, a big, big issue. I think that's a big issue, though, is the fact that I think we all kind of knew that most of those were going to be platform exclusive once they got bought. But it's the fact that they didn't announce. Me, but the thing is, though, the fact they didn't announce any multi-platforms at all. Just because you didn't announce it doesn't mean it wasn't in development and then canceled. You no, can't I'm just saying that tell me ha- that Redfall was not going to be developed for PlayStation as well. Yeah. You know I, thought it was. Was, I always thought Redfall was exclusive, but then I only really heard about it yeah, after it, it got officially announced. officially announced, yeah. Yeah. It was exclusive. But you can't tell me that that game was not going to be a multi-platform game. 
You can't Probably. possibly tell me that Starfield wasn't going to be a multi-platform game. Star okay, I believe Starfield more than Redfall. Yeah. I would. I. I don't know. I feel like Redfall. Well, we just got watch it. We got two exclusive titles on PlayStation, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft wasn't going to get one as well. Now, I'm not saying it would be permanent exclusive. I would expect it to be a timed exclusive, like yeah, you know, Deathloop and the other one, Ghostwire. Ghostwire. Yeah, there's nothing that says that Best Idea couldn't have made a time exclusive for Microsoft, and that now it's been cancelled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we, we don't I, know all the but, details. Starfield, yeah, but, but yeah, I saying, expect it I, would have been pitched as a multi-platform. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking this is what they're looking at is what happened with Bethesda. Sure, Microsoft is still Elder Scrolls Online is still coming multi-platform. That's a fucking MMO, you know. Just like Minecraft is essentially an MMO in its own way, they're not they're not stupid enough to not to just have the game already on PlayStation. Then you say, oh, we're just going to stop support for PlayStation with Minecraft. You know, same thing with Elder Scrolls Online. They're not going to do that. They're just going to piss people off rather than entice them to to stick with the company. Um, and the same yeah, with it, Fallout seventy six. Mm -hmm, I'm bringing it up exactly. <laughs> but like, I, I look at it right now. And people want to say Microsoft has released all these great games on other consoles, but really they haven't. Like, like they haven't. Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, even Hi-Fi Rush was already in development before Microsoft even came around, right? Those games are not Microsoft yeah. games. Those games were already being done. So giving Microsoft credit for that is ludicrous to me. You know, people say Microsoft hasn't released a game in a year. I think they haven't released a game in like three years outside of Halo. That is the only game they've released. No, Forza. <laughs> no, Forza, yes. Two two games of and everything no, that supposedly Microsoft... Psychonauts 2, way in development before Microsoft came around. They that, That's not their game. Just because their name is on it doesn't mean it's theirs. They, they had nothing to do with that game. This is so, and Gears for, of War. Me, I can't remember that came out live. The well, wall didn't come out on the Series X. <laughs> I did. Gears of War came out on. Was there a, a Series X Gears of War yet? Well, Gears no. Five was. No, no, no. That was yeah. Xbox One. Gears, Gears Five is two thousand nine. Gears Five is two thousand nineteen. Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. Holy shit! <laughs> Nobody's even talking about that game. That's Sorry, that's November twenty twenty was the Xbox X version. That's sad. <laughs> That's real sad. Look, uh, you know, to me, the only problem Microsoft has in this industry right now is management. Phil Spencer is not good. <laughs> I, I don't care how messiah you want him to be, Xbox fans. Phil Spencer is doing a terrible fucking job. He's oh, how more about concerned this? about no. being a gamer than a fucking person trying to make the company successful. How, how about this? How about this? We keep Phil Spencer, but his job is different. We get an actual person in charge of the company, and Phil Spencer becomes a hype man. <laughs> Basically, you turn, Phil's, turn Phil Spencer into a real-life version of that... Uh, what you it? What's his name now? PS3 Butler. Oh, Kevin Butler. Oh, Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler, yeah. yeah. Basically, turn <laughs> Phil Spencer into Kevin Butler. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Every person in, my, in Xbox management right now is failing their fan base miserably. They're lying out of their teeth 
they said, oh, Game Pass makes more sales. They just admitted to everybody with these freaking CMA shit and the FCC stuff that they straight up lied about that. They straight up, it's cannibalizing sales. <laughs> they just straight up admitted it. Uh, like they're, They've been lying to you for years. We knew it. Us three, I'm sure, knew that there's no way these games were making sales if they were on Game Pass. Any smart person would be like, why would I buy something when I can just play it on Game Pass? You know? Yeah, the only, only a profit, collector I, I, would be I've, like, oh, I want to collect yeah. this game, so I'm going to buy it. I've said this multiple <laughs> times. There's a reason why most Game Pass games have um, DLC and microtransactions. It's because that's where they want you to get your money. It's, they're basically using console rules, but for video games. Because on a console... When a console comes out, it 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 doesn't make profit until you purchase a game with the console, and then it finally breaks even. With Game Pass, you get so many games for free, but as soon as you start buying the microtransactions, then it breaks even. But if people aren't buying the microtransactions, <laughs> they're not going to make money. Exactly. Which, Vampire Survivor, they, your your favorite game of the last three years, yes. probably. You know, sold I'm sure pretty well on PC, PlayStation. Your phone, the switch, it's on PlayStation. pretty much everything think. is on. It's not on PlayStation. Yes, it is. Is it? I thought it was on. Is it on PlayStation? Is it not on PlayStation? Holy shit! If it's not, my bad. I thought it was on everything at this point. No, I thought it was just. Um, yeah, it's not available on PlayStation. It's on Xbox and PC. Oh wow! And phone. And phone. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's a great get for Microsoft. Yeah. But is it a great get for the developer? <laughs> You know, how many people are buying that DLC? Like, I wish I knew those numbers. Um, because guess what? Once that game leaves Game Pass, your DLC is useless. You don't have to go buy that game. Um, but yeah, um, like, there's no reason. Like, if you look at how many games Microsoft released on the 360, they were steadily releasing games just fine. Before all these other people showed up, like Phil Spencer. Like, Phil Spencer had a better manager than he has now, that's for sure. But, like, you're telling me that... You can't make games now that you were fine making on the 360, like a steady, a steady pace of great of games. I'm not even talking about quality. I'm just saying games, first party games that are only available on your system. But then you went into the Xbox One, which you saw a slow decline of those games, and now the Series X is three years into its life cycle, and you have three massive AAA games, two of which are Forza. <laughs> How does that even happen? What the hell is that? Where's the money going? It's clearly going to Game Pass. It's not going to your first party developers to make games. You're now hiring people who worked on Uncharted and The Last of Us and Horizon. You're hiring these people for Xbox Game Studios to help you. And you still are having this insane time. You announced a shit ton of games at E3. State of Decay and whatever else got announced in that big showcase that Michael Perfect Dark. Three years later, we don't even have a single screenshot of those games. What the hell? <laughs> Should not be happening. Like, you have zero faith in your studios to make a Perfect Dark game that you now have two other studios, one of which is a third-party studio in Crystal Dynamics, helping you make that game. Because clearly you have no faith in your own studios. Either you don't have faith or you want them to work for free, essentially, because you're not managing the money right. Something is not, again, it goes to management. Like something in management is wrong here. 
that this is not that these games are not happening. Wasn't there one game? I can't remember which one where they said they haven't made any profit on it. I, have I no swear idea. I remember that. And now you're coming. Oh, we have games coming out this year. Look, we have Redfall and Starfield and probably something like Minecraft Legends. Minecraft Legends is your only in-house game. Everything else is from a company you bought two years ago that you didn't make. This is not a first-party game. This is a third-party studio that outworked for you. Those aren't your games. Those are Bethesda games that are in development way before you came along. So now you're going into three years where you... Microsoft and your in-house studios that you owned, that you built from the ground up, have not released a game outside of Forza and, I guess, Halo, which was a cross-gen year. But your flagship title in Halo, the flagship of Xbox, is now, like, the most disregarded franchise you have. Like, even you've given up on that franchise, clearly. And I'm very a bit confused. It was Outriders that said they made no, no, made no profit. It got that royalty. Oh, yeah, from... yeah. 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 Which was a day one release on Game Pass, by the way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it's free on Plus now, I think. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. Next week. Next week. Oh, is it? No, oh, is it? Yeah, it's next week when the big PS Plus game drop happens. Well, um, this will go out next week, so it should be live. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All I'm saying. Oh, go live. Microsoft has a big, bad management problem everybody in a management position working for xbox right now essentially needs to be scrapped or have somebody that they go to that knows what the fuck they're doing because none of these guys do i'm sorry phil spencer is not the guy he has no he's just like you said he's a figurehead he's just a face on the wall that people apparently like. asks, every time he shows us. up he's got a smile on his face He's telling you everything you want to hear. And all he's telling you is what corporate wants him to tell you. Xbox is profitable. No, it's not. Game Pass is profitable. No, it's not. Game Pass helps game sales. No, it's not. It's cannibalizing sales. You admitted that through these filings, trying to acquire Activision Blizzard. By the way, we are not it's in not charge. We, we, I'm not smart enough to be in charge of Microsoft in case anyone suggests that we do it. <laughs> Just want to say it's that not being in charge of it is being in charge of the Xbox division, which I don't. I don't think Microsoft has given a shit about since the 360 days. <laughs> it's a black hole. Like it's just draining money right now. They are not making money. Look at any game sales, any brand new game that releases a multi-platform game, a big multi-platform game. It's like nine percent sales on Xbox, ten percent sales on Xbox. Even if it's not on Game Pass, it's still selling like ten percent compared to. 85% on PlayStation, 35% on the Switch, 10%, 8% on Xbox. Nobody's buying games because they're just going to wait for Game Pass. Game Pass is killing it. It's going to kill that system. They know it. They just don't want to admit it. Yep. Sorry, I went off on a very long tangent. <laughs> Look. Well, you said all I'm going to say is say, so. <laughs> content. Content. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Because I love VR too, but I don't know how much we can talk about with games. Talk about VR too. Uh, JP, aka the wonderful person that he is, was able to have some hands-on. But before we get to that, every PSVR2 game announced and rumored for the Sony PlayStation Network uh, VR2, Aliens VR, After Arrive, After After the Fall, Among Us, Beat Saber. I know Gary's happy about that. Be a moth. 
Before Your Eyes, Black Trail VR, Cave Digger 2, Dig Harder, uh, Cities VR, Colossal Cave, Creed, Crossfire, Demio, Drums Rock, Horizon Cool of the Mountain, Fantavision, oh yes! Okay, maybe they've sold me VR now on that. Uh, Firewall. Fantavision? No, Fireworks game? <laughs> yeah. Garden of the Sea, Ghostbuster VR, Golf Plus, Gorn, Green Hell VR, Grand Turismo 7 VR, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, Kayaka Mirage VR, Madison, Moss, Mossbot 2, NFL Pro. Why did I find that harder than everything else? No Man's Sky, Pistol Whip, Pavlov, <laughs> Project Louisiana, Project Windman, Puzzling Places, Runner, Res Infinite, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Song in the Smoke, Soros, Star Wars, Sith Ride, Star Wars, sorry, Tales from the Galactic Eggs, Enhanced Edition. Sith Riders, Tetris Effect, The Light Brigade, The Last Clockwinder, The Walking Dead, The Dark Pictures, Switchback, The Thumper, The Ultra Wings 2, The Wonder Remastered, What the Bat, Zeph's Last Sea, and there's rumors of Half Life, Alex, Far Point 2, and I Need to Take a Breather, Gary. <laughs> Thanks, Gary, go. <laughs> um, what, that's a big list of games. That is a big list of launch games. Like, I talked about the launch of like VR, and you need games. Um, yeah, Fantavision. If you played it on the PS2 when it was a launch title on the PS2, it's probably the same game here, man. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of games you mentioned, Ben. But again, for me, are any of them really worth it? <laughs> I, I don't say any of them, but I'd say like 85% of them. Um, look. A lot of these games were already available on the PSVR, right? And even more of them were available when Sony essentially gave up on PSVR. And they were available on Oculus. They are available on the Steam VV or whatever that thing is called. So all of these games have already been available. They've already been out. Um, but now they're getting this brand new VR headset, which is the most powerful VR headset. And it's going to let them do a whole bunch of different things now. Um, up the graphics, better textures, better models, all this. But is it really worth rebuying a lot of these games? And actually rebuying all of them. Some of them have an upgrade path. You can pay $10 instead of the full price if you, if you already owned it on VR, which I think is not right. I think it should already be free. Um, but again, I look at the list, and there's just literally like three or four games I really am interested in. City Skyline VR. Because I'm all into that SimCity and VR shit. Give me that. Um, Demio, which is like this tabletop uh, role-playing game, which I think looks really fun. Um, and unfortunately, Resident Evil 8, which I wasn't the greatest fan of Resident Evil 8, but I'm probably going to replay it in VR now just to experience it in VR. Um, Beat Sabers is coming out later. It's not a VR launch title. But Beat Sabers is probably going to be the big one that everybody looks at uh, because it is the biggest VR game. Um, Res is cool. Res has been available already on PSVR. Um, Tetris, again, Tetris is... I, I would be more excited for this Tetris. Tetris except right now I'm playing Tetris Game Boy version on my Switch. <laughs> and that's all I need. The original old school... Not the original, but the old school Game Boy Tetris that launched That's right, dude. The old school visuals, the music. 
That's the Tetris I'm playing. That's yeah. really what I care about. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are good games. If you're into a lot of those games, I heard that the kayak game is really cool. You just literally roll a kayak and take in the beautiful scenery. Maybe I need that just to enjoy life right now and get away. Um, don't care about Horizon because I, I don't really care about the franchise. Um, I was interested in Star Wars, but after talking to JP, I'm guessing the way he describes it's not really a game. Like, you still do stuff, but it's more like an interactive show than anything else with a few bits of action sequences that you get to play out. So that was kind of disappointing. Um, but yeah, it's a big list of games. Uh, I'm sure somebody's going to find something, but for me, there's some glaring misses here. Um, I, I mentioned this in chat. Uh, I don't know if you were there, Ben, but how the hell is Astrobot Rescue Mission not being ported to the VR2? That was the like the marquee PSVR Didn't they close the studio down? Or am I confused? No, no. no. Okay. That studio made the Astrobot for the PS5, and that was included okay. with the system, which was a big thing. Um, okay. So why not release Astrobot Rescue Mission? Like, you establish these characters with the PS5. Everybody's like, oh, these characters are awesome. You had a game before that that was, in my opinion, the best VR game ever made. Um, why isn't it in this lineup, you know? Or why didn't Sony make a new one for the VR2? Um, only one first-party game from Sony does not spell well, good Well, technically, two. <laughs> Gran Turismo Te 7. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even then, um, that's mostly... I know you can drive VR, but there's also a VR showroom that people want to make not VR. So Well, that's fine. Actually, that's another game for them, for me. Because I do want to play Gran Turismo 7 in VR, more so than I wanted to play it normal. Um, I think that'd yeah. be a cool experience. But yeah, I guess it just really comes down to what you want. And if you've played these games before, is it worth essentially rebuying them again? I think um, out of all these, the ones I'm most excited for are of course, Fantavision. We all know that now. I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, no Man's Sky, I think, would be... No Man's Sky, I think, would be great in VR. I know PSVR was already a thing, but it's probably better in PSVR too. Um, mm. Maybe Ghostbusters VR? Um, that'd be interesting. And, of course, I think the same with you. I think the, 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 I think the biggest, hypest game, I think, for me, this entire thing, is Demio. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I want to play a tabletop role-playing game where the character... It reminds me of Eye of Judgment. Remember Eye of Judgment? That came yes. out with the PS3? Where it was like I the card game. You put I the card down and created the 3D model of the card. That was really cool. Yeah. You know, that's it what DBO looks like to me. It's like, oh, I'm in a tabletop game. I roll the dice and all that, and my characters come to life and move around. That's really cool. Give me that. Um, so, is there anything else anyone brings up before I start moving on? Oh, we didn't hear Alfonso's. Thing about all the games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying from your perspective, but in my perspective, like I said, is a win for me because never really, never really got to experience VR the way I wanted to. So I have all these games to try. I don't, I don't. I, the thing is, I don't know how I'm going to play them all when we have other games coming out through the year. I guess I'm just have to take it, play them little by little, and see which one I'm which one I like the most. But obviously out of all of them, Horizon, because 
they release the trailer and we see Aloy is in it. Yeah, I know she's not the focus, but I, I just want to see what's her part in this. And and Gran Turismo, I am a big racing fan. I I'm curious to see how it is to play the racing game through VR. So those are my two most expected games out this list. But I will try them all. I I will try them all. And yes, I I I just hope I don't go through the same thing that I did with my PS5 when it was there. I ain't get it, and I have getting a week later. I hope this doesn't happen again because that was frustrating. So I hope I get it on launch day. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I will say, there's one game, Gorn, which is the Gladiator Battle Arena game coming out. I played that on the Steam VV, and that game is super fun. Like, it, it's like a cartoony style Gladiator game that's just super violent, where you can just literally take out your rage however you want as a Gladiator. <laughs> um, crazy amounts of blood and gore. Um, yeah, that's actually a fun game. Uh, I, I will give that game what it deserves. That was a very fun game to play. Um, so if you're looking at something like that, Gorn is, is a pretty good one. Oh, and we'll bring up this. Um, it seems like Sony's buying a new company um, called Ballistic Moon. But I can't find out. I can't, I can't see them. Have done, I can't work out what they've done ever. I've tried to research them, but I can't find anything they have made. Apparently, they've already bought them, from what I understand, due to some filing that somebody found, and they found like the parent company is named as Sony. Um, but I don't see. They, was they, it when you click, ballistic what? Ballistic moon. When you click games, it just says Shh, it's coming. Um, <laughs> and there's a picture of someone in a chair with a stack of PS3 games. And when you Google them, the only thing that comes up is a review saying that, that not good. I think they helped make stuff for PC or they're like one of those studios that like a contract studio where they hire them to yeah. help work on other projects. Um, 35 minutes ago from Vivo Vibra, shout to the group for poor people with bad computers. 5.0. <laughs> yeah, if, if they did get bought by Sony, I could see why Sony didn't make like a big announcement like they did yeah. before is because they really don't have any games under their belt that they made themselves. They, they just yeah. help make other games. So um, they founded in 2019. Um, they've got 47 employees. Um, but I don't know what they've done. Um, no. Uh, well, congratulations, I guess. Um, so, yeah. So I, I guess that's it. Uh, uh, we, we, we're done. I don't know. You tell me. You're in charge. Yeah, I guess we're done. <laughs> Which means time for a Metacritic game. Da 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 da. Boop. Shadow Warriors 3, definite edition. It got a massive score of no reviews. <laughs> Soul of Kronos. It sure did go well with the, the reviewers with no reviews. And Journey to the Savage Plant Employee of the Month edition. It did a little bit better than the other two by getting no reviews. So. <laughs> I tried to warn you, man. You didn't listen to me. <laughs> I would have thought one of those would get reviews. Um, but there was a game that we picked that did get a review. Theater Rhythm, Five Fantasy Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line. Um, Gary, you gave it eighty. Alfonso, you gave it eighty-four. I gave it eighty-six, and Mike gave it eighty-eight. 
But it finished at 87. So that means me and Mike get one point, a half a point each. Because a it got score. 87. That yeah. is a high score for a rhythm game. Good on them. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that's a, oh, damn it. Oh, damn it, it's already got a score. I was like, that comes out next week, but it's already scored. Damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, like a dragon. Already has a uh, yeah. Metacritic score. Like a dragon and Octopath. They all got scores. Yeah. Damn it. But you know what? That doesn't have a score. Atomic Heart. Ooh. So that, that's... Um, and I guess we should do could do all the VR games as well, but I don't know how many would get a review in time. <laughs> so, because um, uh, the ones that I thought might get it, wait, Job Simulator and Vacation Simulator are also coming out for the PSVR too. So there's that. Uh, um, Let me see the one I'm looking right now. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. It's got 86 Octopath Traveler 2. That's pretty good. Pretty high score. It deserves it too. It's a great fucking game. Um, Ben, outside of Atomic Hearts, I think the only other one that might get reviews is Grim Guardians Demon Purge. Oh, I went with Blood Blood Bowl 3. Blood Bowl 3. It could. It could as well. I don't know. What What was the game called again, though? Grim? Grim, Grim Guardians uh, Demon Purge. Okay. It's like a Castlevania, Metroidvania type of action game. Okay. So we've got three again this week, plus any of the ones that might get reviews. Okay, Atomic Heart, Gary, as you're talking. 83. Alfonso? I'm going to give it an 80. And I'm going to give it 82. Uh, Blood Bowl 3, Alfonso? A 78. Okay, 75. Gary? I'm going to go with 68. Grim Guardians Demon Purge, you know what? 69. No, not 59. 69. <laughs> Gary. Um, 72. And Alfonso. I'm going to go with 70. Okay. Alfonso, shouts and how can they find you? Thank you, Ben and Gary, for having me on, like always. Good to always talk to you guys. Uh, shout out to all the listeners. Continue to read the articles on PSU.com. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Gary. Right, shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me. Shout out to all the listeners out there. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagwaush. That's G A G L A U S H. And I would like to shout out to everyone who listens. Thank you. You can find me MJ underscore Chili, and you can find me at Moogle Go Run Radio on Twitch. Twitch.tv and Moogle Go Run Radio. Until then, have a lovely evening, everyone, and bye. Bye. Goodbye.